0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at Nerdtonomedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Center. This is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM. Community radio for Dublin
1: 15. Everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor
0: on the Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling. was Impact Turning Point.
1: Yes, yes it was. So this was from Newcastle-upon-Tyne. And it's annoying because I could have went to this as well, but I literally was, like, I I think. not
0: Ye who, not to let our listeners behind the curtain, but Dara has a propensity for, you know, Dara would be sitting, typing away, working on his work desk, and he will drop his stapler, and he'd be like, Oh! I dropped the stapler. Ugh, that's it. I'm going to Rome for the week. <laughs> not even a joke. <laughs> yeah,
1: not even a joke.
0: Not even a, a joke. No, even a joke. Daryl, like... Daryl wake up in the morning, and bang his toe, and be like, oh, I'm going to Barcelona. I <laughs> oh so, my
1: god!
0: The fact that you didn't go to a Turning Point, I'm actually shocked. The
1: only, i will tell you, the only reason why I didn't was because uh, my band Herenda are literally in the middle of a tour. So if I had have went, I wouldn't have made it back for a tour.
0: Can I, can I also say oh,
1: that's the only reason.
0: Horrenda are actually genuinely brilliant. I, Thank I, you, man. He's come up to Belfast to, uh, I've seen them do gigs and they're genuinely sensational. Like I went to the Horrenda gig in Belfast just because Dara's my friend, is like, oh, my friend's paying a gig, I better go, blah, blah, blah. And I got down there and I was like, that can't be my friend. That's a monster on a base. That's, I <laughs> that can't be the Dara I know. He looks like he eats puppies. This, <laughs> this is mental. But no, fantastic King So I completely understand because. But, but that's Miranda the reason why. Are a magnificent band.
1: Honestly, man, thank you so much. Like that, that.
0: T- TNA, if you want to expand in Ireland pick one of your wrestlers and have them do a horrendous entrance
1: we, we would we would actually be all up for that because that would be class but um actually there was a great article not to go on a, too much of a tangent but there's a great article on rancor of all places where it was like top wrestling entrances uh, like musical entrances and some of them are actually like really cool i forgot fozzy got booed the first time they played on raw like horrendously booed yeah it was it was pretty
0: funny even i can say that they they weren't great at all i mean i don't think it was like like twitter reacts to everything like it's the end of the world so i don't think it was the twitter reaction but it was a bit terrible (laughs) when they played it all in
1: I'll try to find the article and put it up on social media because it, it it was actually pretty good. Um but yeah no, I mean that would be a dream come true legitimately, but thank you for the for the kind words man. But that's the oh, only yeah, reason why they're not even kind, they're just accurate. What? But, <laughs> but that's the only reason why I didn't go to to a Point because if I had of I wouldn't have made it back for our uh, tour dates. The only reason.
0: What? Just to defend um uh Jericho I think was it like revolution 2020 where they had a choir sing judas mm. that was
1: amazing you know you know but, what, what you but know then what, again
0: that was the choir that was that no, you wasn't what,
1: fuzzy well you know what's crazy though right because <laughs> one of the big big theme songs that tna used to use was enemy by fuzzy which actually might be their best song in my opinion and it's just weird because like i can't remember what show it was for i think it was in like the Christian Cage was there and like it was actually like perfect for that TNA vibe at the time and it's just like man how did how did that happen? <laughs> how did they start using Fuzzy on like TNA and Jericho has never once showed up?
0: <laughs> well I'll you know? tell you this I'm from a really rural area of Ireland like I'm from really rural part of South man. and we have out where we are there's nothing but just fields and lakes right and then out in the middle of it there's this huge building it's not a community center it's not a bank it's not a something useful it's a giant cavernous church right there's only however many people in the local area but they've built a church for you know all of rome a huge church so if i ever die that's probably where my funeral will be huge cavernous thing everything echoes around us and i'm telling you this now and i want the listeners to know this is my will and testament <laughs> that if and when i die because it's not
1: not confirmed.
0: not confirmed i might not die but if i die i want Horrenda to play my
1: oh man <laughs>
0: play my coffin <laughs> down the aisle Oh, any song of your choice but the point is that ye lads are so loud and it's so ceramic and cavernous that it would just echo within itself into eternity and it'll probably collapse the building <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want
1: actually we have been booked to play a we- someone's wedding like legitimately so
0: that's kind of a death
1: so that's kind, <laughs> but it's just like you know, Herenda weddings, funerals, or misfits. whatever. Yeah, it's all good.
0: <laughs> Hi, we're Herenda. We're available for weddings and funerals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, but well, see the thing about like weddings—you can make like six grand by just playing one gig. So that's serious money, like.
0: Well, I love you, Dara. I truly do. But I guarantee you this: you're not make six grand playing my wedding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god! I don't know. Wedding bands are expensive. It's it's crazy. It's some grift. I have to say, fair play to anyone who does it. Like it's a serious set, but like,
0: I'll be honest.
1: Not someone. that I
0: not that I don't love my misses, but we'll
1: we'll be ordering pizza and having a CD player or Spotify. They have an AI DJ now. You're good. Bang! Just yeah, what you like. I mean, it works. Just, just give us metal and rebel songs. Like, <laughs> way you go. So look, so this show. um obviously was from uh, Newcastle upon Tyne. It was uh, the 27th of October. And it it was also an incredibly hot crowd. Similar in like size, but also like in intensity. Now what was interesting about this is a lot more matches were obviously announced because it was a pay-per-view. So we kind of knew a lot more going in than uh, the TV shows, because they were kind of announced on the day. So this was like literally the day after. Um there were a couple of dark matches we'll skip over those unfortunately Rhino was in one of them and as was Grado so that was <laughs> disappointing. And again
0: um, I don't want to sound like we hate Grado but I uh, like look I never I tried to be a wrestler and I never made it. So fair play to Grado. So I don't want it to sound like I'm being like snarky or anything but like I thought AEW used them perfectly. Bring him out in the pre-show, have him do a bit of crack with Jeff Jarrett, and then Gway <laughs> If I wanted to be like a, like a serious wrestling company, I I wouldn't have Grado Like he's fantastic for the live crowd, awesome. Like uh, when you know he comes into smaller venues and stuff like that. But whenever you put him on a big stage. Like I was watching the match he did on Impact, and I was like, "This is fine because it's only, it's only a weekly episode, and they're in Glasgow, and blah blah." But you couldn't hire him because if this match was happening anywhere else, like outside of the local context, this is this is mad cringe. That but that's the joke, though. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, like but, it's, it's like everyone me and you get the joke, and people in Scotland get the joke, and but people in la don't get the joke people yeah in and that is true don't get the joke people and that in, is true yeah uh Montreal don't get the joke all this he is you know so like and i again i don't mean this to sound disparaging because he's great at what he does and he has gone a million times further in wrestling than i ever did but it, it, if he ever wants to get beyond that level then that that Grado gimmick has to has to change.
1: It's unfortunate because it is um like it's his moneymaker. It's like what it people expect. So yeah. it's like either he fully go like either he does what we said he would do, you know, is is look genuinely a good career path where he goes around the Indies and has a long successful career, career out of that or and he, he actually and he just could do that well and out age because he doesn't take any bumps. No, he doesn't. That's the thing. The, 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 like it's 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 like the safest WWE style ever. Like he doesn't take the, any bumps. He's the Kevin Nash of the Indies. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but I will have to say as well, super nice guy. Genuinely, like the oh, yeah, guy. Again, so, I hope
0: that doesn't sound like I'm.
1: No, it doesn't. Being but I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean I'm, like, sure he knows. Yeah. No, look, here's the thing i i think he's he's enough of a professional to know what the story is and the crowd also know what the story is yeah
0: (laughs) so it's like knows the story and the crowd loves the story they do
1: love the story and but i mean the thing about it is is like if he was to do that in dublin i don't think it would be as over as it it is in england i mean it is very much a very english or sorry don't say english very british uh, uh, yeah very uh uk-ish thing if that makes sense like it'll get over in england it'll get over in wales get over in scotland you might get over in the north of ireland uh
0: no no, don't be lumping us in with them
1: no 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 no. no. but i'm saying it it, it's the same once you cross over it it might get over but it might not you know what i mean like once you get over over onto the island of ireland it's like okay and that's only like
0: i'm gonna gonna send jerry adams down to have a word with you (laughs)
1: No, but I'm saying, like, imagine, <laughs> imagine trying to get that over in France. Let's oh, try there. Exactly. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. No, so imagine trying to get it over in Germany. Like,
0: this is why, this is why, so All In, they kept it on the pre-show and they kept it mainly for the live crowd and it was great crack. And similarly with Impact, they kept it for the, I mean, crack they had crack. them on the, they had them on the pre-show and they had them on the Impact prior.
1: Didn't have him on the pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, but they didn't have them pay-per-view in that because he's super hot, mad over with the local crowd, but if if AEW had a dynamite on Wednesday and there was a match between, I don't know, John Moxley and Grado. Oh my God, imagine. That'd be the end of the company.
1: Right? Yeah, what? <laughs> that'd be the
0: end of the company. End of it. Yeah
1: yeah probably end yeah. of it yeah so yeah lo-
0: love him uh best like wish him the best in the world but completely understand why so so not
1: so, so does he get all... a bukali does he get a bukali status or not
0: well there's a question his is great old bukali, he's kind of he's kind of really successful but not successful in the right
1: way is he the king bukali I mean, I thought the big boss man was, but like, no, he the big boss Ray- man
0: obviously is. <laughs> as soon as he said his name, I just
1: I think like, he's just the hall of fame. I just love the big boss <laughs> man. Um, I don't know, but great. That's the thing. I mean, I think Grado is like the the modern day king of the bookerly, though, because like,
0: but even he's super over the, people love look him. Look at the list of bookerlies. Like, even being in the question for bookerly means you've made it as a wrestler. Like, that's true. Like. Like when you say Berkeley, it's not an insult. Like you're up no, there it's not. With the likes of the Boss Man, you know,
1: Road dog. Road Dog Alex No. <laughs> like
0: these are guys who are more famous than we'll ever be. You know, like
1: hold on a second. Uh How dare you disparage uh the Road Dog, former no more contender, three seconds away, just from three. being just three from being, from being the world champion, Darren. in the height oh, get you there.
0: One, two, three. That's how close he came beating
1: to beating the Rock.
0: Winning the world championship from the Rock at the height of the Attitude Era.
1: If that doesn't why, speak Bucoli, come on.
0: Why we disparage him as much as we do, I will never know.
1: <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't. We shouldn't person, disparage
0: because he's a piece of.
1: No, we're flip. we are just we are just talking about the wrestler, not the person.
0: Yeah, definitely not the
1: person. Not the person.
0: No. Anyway. It wasn't, so, it wasn't the person. It was the wrestler who did that really weird, incredibly racist promo with Conan.
1: So, look, I agree. I think, you know, I think even Impact No, look, we can't have Grado on the main show, you know, long term. Yeah. I, I think they're aware of it having a, i was only sad this wasn't on the show because i love rhino i wanted to see rhino win because my heart broke and when he was defeated be, in glasgow actually, actually be, wait by grego no he wasn't defeated by grego he was defeated by uh rich swan
0: oh, oh okay that kind of makes sense
1: but um it makes look, sense but it doesn't hurt any less
0: Grego has his like this all all sounds like we're like a uh, disparaging or taking a hand at of gredo we're not had his has his place, and he's brilliant at it. And if he wants to be something more, I'm sure he can be. I'm sure he can take that gimmick, and he can uh, evolve it. Like, let's all remember, Orange Cassidy started off in AEW, and the Cornette fans just lost their mind that this is... <laughs> Worst wrestling's dead. This is the worst thing that happened. And now Orange Cassidy's one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he hasn't compromised his game. Like he stayed who he was, but he's evolved it, you know? Like he still does his hands in the pocket stuff. He still does his I don't care stuff. But then he gets in the ring and he wrestles like a goddamn champion.
1: Absolutely. You know, and and that's it. I think it's it's all about kind of growing with the company and grado unfortunately with impact being the way it is now like even the way this pay-per-view was presented where it was like super indie grado could appear but long term that's not what you want when tna are back in where it's like okay in the uk you know what you're gonna get he's gonna come out and yeah. he's gonna do his thing and it's gonna be great but if you're going he's the cornerstone of her company as i said you know you know him him versus John Moxley on on dynamite would would probably turning, be the end of the company. Tur-
0: turning point in England is grand, but you don't want him at Bound for Glory.
1: No, absolutely. I think he was at Bound for Glory once. But were, you don't want to at
0: Bound for Glory fighting for the world title.
1: Or... No, absolutely not. So look, the first match here was actually actually very good. Uh, subculture lost to Eric Young and Josh Alexander. Now subculture were great. Uh, when I saw them in Glasgow, they're, they're young, they're a young team, um, but they have Eric a lot young. of upside. <laughs> Eric young. They have a lot of upside to them, right? Uh, but obviously Eric Young and Josh Alexander absolutely killed them. So it was 14 minutes of a beating, but subculture came out looking really good. Really good match. Um,
0: What I liked about it, obviously the in-ring was 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 really good very high quality great way to start off the paper it really was
1: yeah it was like Um, you know it was was a classic tna match where the opener is a proper banger, a
0: a proper banger yeah Uh, what i loved in particular was that it started with eric young's uh the pay-per-view basically started with eric young's entrance video like there was no i don't know maybe we're used to awwb fireworks and announcements and all that, but it started with his uh, entrance video and I really like that, but eh. Uh, uh, the main one of the main things I got from this, apart from the fact that Eric Young and Josh Alexander uh, and to a lesser extent sub subculture, but mainly Eric Young and Josh Alexander. Amazing wrestlers, but I absolutely
1: love this.
0: Maybe they mean to do it. Maybe they don't. But I absolutely love this Team Canada gimmick they have. Oh come.
1: yeah, no, they absolutely do mean to do it. Yeah,
0: is it? Yeah, it's is, yeah. It's 100% are they going to win the titles? And put Canada stickers over them because if they do, I'm all in on TNA. Like I'm, I'm with. If they do that, I'm with you. I'm no, watching. No, tna every week
1: no it absolutely is on purpose man. they're doing it 100 on purpose if, they, but the if, if is-
0: they go with this if they win those titles and they put canadian stickers over them i swear to god uh i'm with you dara and our our lord and savior uh dean malenko i no god uh i got the canadian wrong it's not Dean malenko it's uh what do you call him uh Alex. help me out here you talking about Chris what no bother god no <laughs> he used to do the team canada gimmick oh
1: um lance storm lance storm oh, Dean I, I was like <laughs> where are you going with this <laughs> in the name of
0: martin and dara and Our Lord, Dean, I said Dean Malenko again. Lance Storm. Lance Storm. I am all in on this gimmick. Uh, It, uh, they're not only is a great crack, but they are phenomenal wrestlers.
1: They are. They are. And and here's the thing as well. Like it's, it started off the show incredibly well, incredibly hot, and it just went up from there. The next match was uh, a very, very good women's match. Now, what was interesting about this was, um, Giselle Shaw. She is another wrestler who wrestled uh, in Glasgow and she was going against uh, Jordini Grace, right? But her gimmick is also very, you know, princessy where she's like a classic diva. But then she goes in and has these absolute killer matches and she looked great over Alex Windsor. Um, I didn't really expect Alex to win, but uh, I didn't expect a match to be... Of such high quality like this. This was like a proper. um, You know main event. NXT in it's height. Wrestling match. Where the women both went in. Literally left it all in the ring.
0: Yeah I don't know. Maybe it's the. um, Maybe it's the inexperienced nature. Of the wrestlers. Or maybe it's the fact that I love the opener so much. Um, I I wasn't. Quite as high on this. I didn't think it was. Bad match by any measure. Mm. I just I just wasn't quite as high in this. So it was maybe a, a wee bit sloppy, a wee bit um <sighs> Do you know when someone hasn't botched? Yeah, but the move looks just a bit too cooperative. I just got I got a little bit of sense of that. And again, that's like nobody did anything wrong. Nothing about this was bad. I enjoyed the match. I thought um, Giselle was terrific. Like, like, I saw both these wrestlers were like, you could look at them and go, oh yeah, there's there's definitely potential there for the future. I just thought this match maybe wasn't their best.
1: That's all. No, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. The next match had Rich Swan defeated Trey, uh, Trey Miguel uh, via pinfall. Rich Swan has really Kind of grown on me. I didn't. I, I. wasn't huge on him for actually quite a while. Um. But every time I've seen him wrestling, uh, and particularly in Glasgow as well, I was like, "All right, this guy. There is something about him. The crowd loves him. Absolutely loves him." Um. But I. I think I'm becoming a bit of a fan. I have to say, he, he's very good. This match for me was uh,
0: TNA's six sided ring. So yeah. no we uh, talked a bit talked about yeah. earlier how. Yeah six-sided ring used to be what defined them but the main thing and again i say this as i I, kind of feel like a bit of a fraud saying this because i haven't been the same fan that you have but like people talk about six-sided ring people talk about hogan whatever else for me the main thing that defined tna was the x division
1: this and, and this was this, an X-Division match.
0: That's what it was. This, this was, yeah. was it. Yeah. This was... And this was... And and I think it's really important for anybody listening who doesn't know what the X-Division is, who thinks, oh, it's a light heavyweight title or it's cruiserweight. No, it's not. No. X-Division X Division is was, no limit. It's something else. Yeah, X-Division means X Division, no limit. Yeah. The X-Division is... It's something else. I don't know how you define it, but the X-Division is... I, I, I don't know if you're gonna call it something. What would you call it? The lunatic title? It's well, it's, no. I, I mean, it, something else. But depends. It, depend,
1: yeah, it depends. Yeah, it depends. who owns it. You know, it depends. Like yeah, like every so it it kind of became known as like a, a more extreme light heavyweight kind of thing. Yeah. With but spots, not extreme. But not always
0: hitting each other with light tubes and no. toilet roll and all like extreme and this style of wrestling like a kind of a an americanized version of
1: uh lucha libre. yeah that's pretty much what it's like yeah
0: like excellent like genuinely fascinating stuff but something that uh wwe and wcw didn't do so WCW had its cruiser rates which is probably the closest to it but still not The X division. The X division is something that uh, used to uh, separate TNA, and till this day, it still does. Because this match was excellent, and this match was X division.
1: Yeah, I I agree there. Um, Because again, X division means no limits, and this is more what people would expect uh, from the X division. So both guys are great. Uh, Trey Miguel really uh, also in a kind of like an unknown to me um very much impressed me. Uh the next match we had kind of what we hoped for
0: oh, the night before. Also,
1: just before just
0: before we go on to this next match, which I'm I'm gonna say some weird stuff about. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get on to it, oh my god, your man um Miguel yeah. did a four fifty from the middle rope incredible so it's like normally when you talk about moves like from the ropes normally the higher you go the riskier it is but this dude did a 450 from the middle rope
1: that was yeah and ab- absolutely in, an incredible performer really is and really is.
0: pure ex- x division this is x division
1: so the next match we had kind of the match that we wanted the night before um like two standouts um jordana grace and danny luna um obviously grace would win by pinfall but um you had comments i'm intrigued so
0: during the week uh samoa joe and keith lee had a match brilliant i don't know if you saw it uh for the tv title fantastic match but the crowd kept chanting different things like different versions of meat like all e meat or just meat 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 you know these two huge guys just beating hell out of each other and as i was watching this i got the exact that exact same thing like this was not a technical masterclass, but this was two powerful women just beating the living hell out of a hitting hard, slamming hard, like I got massive Chris Statlander vibes off, off of both these women. Um maybe some of the moves are wee bit sloppy, maybe some of them you know, weren't as weren't as clean as they could have been. But then again, like I don't know if I could lift danny luna or jordan grace up my shoulders and you know and throw them over like but man i was i was really impressed by this because this was i mean the point of me comparing it to the joe and keita lee match was that this was not a women's match
1: this was a hoss match yeah you know it was it was a hoss match it, it would, really was. It wouldn't
0: matter if there were men or women. This was a horse match. And the only difference between this horse match and a male horse match was at the end of it. kind of wanted Danny Luna to step on me. <laughs> but there, you there you go, folks. <laughs> beyond that, total, <laughs> total equality between men and women. I didn't
1: want
0: I didn't
1: want Keith Lee To step on me totally want Danny Luna To step on me There we go Put that on a shirt So the next match Was Joe Hendrick <laughs> H- Have you nothing to say Have I Have I said it all You've said it all I do not know how to, I do not know how To top that Honestly well, That
0: means you Want to step on you As well <laughs> And I'm going to tell Hannah
1: <laughs> So The next match Joe Hendrick Versus Simon Miller Now right.
0: You can't even talk about this match until you, you talk about the the promos, the video, the this was the the match was the least important part of this.
1: Yes. So for anyone that doesn't know, uh Simon Miller is a YouTuber, a uh, wrestler, works for Walk Culture. Uh and it's kinda of like the face of their wrestling. That that what that wasn't a sound effect, folks.
0: We're spitting. <laughs> what what culture? Oh, Dara money.
1: <laughs> also not a joke, um, but yeah, so. Th- this whole thing was built online. It was built on promos. It was built kind of off platform. Really it was. It, it, it's an interesting thing that they actually did. Uh, now I've seen impact do this before to mixed results, so it's not unfamiliar territory. However, They've never done it with someone of such quality as a Joe Hendrick. And to be fair, Simon Miller. You know, it, it, this is the first time they've done it where it's actually worked. Yeah. And it's so, worked well. Because, look, I, I ha- again, there were some in the dark days of Impact Wrestling, they did stuff like this and it was really bad. So it's actually really cool that they've managed to do it and it worked. And it's one, because Joe Hendrick is unbelievable. Simon Miller is, you know, a proper professional here with this as well. He's a wrestler. He knows what's going on. And they've actually scripted this out. You know, what what TNA would, well, not TNA, what Impact would do is in the past, they'd have some random celebrity do this and it wouldn't work.
0: This was the best example of this i've ever seen yes in any in any company
1: yes uh i 100 yeah. agree so, two, so
0: there's two things one related to this 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 was, this was excellent they played this to perfection they bickered on twitter and instagram and then they kind of live had a live video of them meeting up in the what culture offices and then falling out and fighting and blah blah and then they kept nagging each other over social media this was done to perfection right so that's point one this is done to perfection point two this is what can be achieved right and I know people are people but I don't know if this is going to sound mad draconian Maybe maybe people are going to disagree with this I think wrestlers should be their persona online. If you are, like, look at MJF. MJF's mad over because he is MJF online. He's not Maxwell Friedman. He's MJF online. Dan Housen is wild over because he is Dan Housen online. This storyline got over because Simon Miller... And Joe Hendry were Simon Miller and Joe Hendry online like they they were nagging each other or taking shots at each other they were taking the the uh, proverbial urine out of each other you know they were like this is how you do an online uh, feud without it being cringe or staged or you know kind of feeling fake this was of the entire night it wasn't the best match cuz the match was only okay but the match didn't even matter <laughs> like the match was like almost superfluous to this uh, the
1: match yeah the match didn't matter it was a fore it was a foregone conclusion <laughs> yeah that the, you know the what build happened happened
0: was phenomenal and wwe aw and new japan should all sit down and watch this and learn like this is how you build stories outside
1: of your television and this is what i was saying earlier um impact have set a standard for a lot of things Mm -hmm. and not only doing smaller shows on a global scale but also integrating what they have and then again, you have to give credit to Joe Hendrick who is actually involved with a lot of this. You know, a lot oh, of this was oh, him. Yeah. So yeah. it's like genuinely. He's like, excellent. He's excellent. He's so brilliant. You like, know,
0: like his like, like we're on to the pay-per-view now. But like an hour ago, we were talking about the impact show. And the minute his music started and I saw him like and he did that cheesy turn to the camera and he started clapping. And I was like, incredible. oh, turns out I'm a Joe Henry fan. I never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same 30, experience 37 years old I never knew that about myself but turns out I sitting here on my couch in my pants with a big bottle of whiskey turns out I'm just in love with Joe Henry.
1: you could say who that you knew believe, that you believe in Joe Henry? <laughs> I believe in Joe Henry. <laughs> <laughs> clap clap <laughs> uh, oh man he's wonderful he really is like I don't know man I mean future world champion absolutely now, out here, the the is
0: that we're talking about this as if this is going to lead into the match, but it's not going to lead of- into the match because oh. what it's going to lead into is brace yourself, folks. The Joe Hendry music video, which was even better. Yeah, it was wonderful, it was amazing. It was, hello, I've got my notes here, and i like, this is not going to do it justice because I'm not. Singing it the way Joe Henry sang it, and, and I'm not doing the proper rhymes. I'm only just telling you like the comparisons he made. So he he does this incredible, uh, like pop song about how Simon Miller, Simon Miller is uh, stone cold if you ordered him from Wish.com, <laughs> or <laughs> Simon Miller is. Mr. Clean. And then he puts up a picture of Mr. Clean and you're like, oh my god. He literally is. He literally is. And then to, like to, to put the nail on the coffin. He like doesn't even like make a joke out of this. He just says, Here's a picture of Simon Miller from twenty twelve. Ten years ago. And he's doing like a big goofy look at the camera and he has Luxurious long hair, and he's bald now, so it was just owned just incredibly owned. Uh, this was this is fantastic. Like, okay, so uh, the match only went six minutes and it was fine, like it wasn't, it wasn't the match, any,
1: the, the match didn't matter, you know, yeah, at the end, a,
0: yeah, but it wasn't even a bad match, it, no, like, it was perfectly perfectly fine match but none of it mattered because this was
1: the business and here's the thing he's not a heel he's super over but he was doing heelish things in a sense but then also he comes out and everybody cheers him so look i'm sure they're aware but impact wrestling have gold they have absolute gold with them (laughs) and it's just like enormous but here's the thing like it, it, as I said it's like when I went to the WDB house show I had no expectations LA Knight walks out and instantly I'm like this guy's a megastar got the same vibe when Joe Hendrick walked out I was like this guy is a megastar absolutely can, you, know.
0: you can absolutely hear those people screaming that exact same thing but with 5, 10, 15,000 fans
1: yeah Oh, absolutely! You like, can
0: you can absolutely see Joe Hendry going toe to toe with Orange Cassidy for the international titan. Like you, you this you, you, the, you, he can. he has something here. And yeah. I, I, Impact TNA is amazing. It's it's on the up and up. Like we're we're absolutely saying right here that TNA is on a different trajectory, but Joe Hendry could take this gimmick. Anywhere he wanted.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, and it, it, it's so organic, and it's the difference between, you know. Again, like I would just find myself randomly going to the car or walking around the house singing his team music, randomly, and I'm like, "Damn, that's." But it's such, so such but a it's good idea. Point,
0: it's sure half a, like. Seth Rollins isn't half the wrestler he was 10 years ago, but people love him now because they get to go, oh, 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 oh whatever. You know,
1: like it just, Joe Henry's, like, you just walk around singing that. It's amazing. Yeah. It's just incredible. But um, look, the next match, um, to kind of wrap this up, because uh, we are kind of short for time, um, was. Well, the, are we. Are we
0: uh, going into extra time,
1: or are we just gonna, yeah, no, we're we'll going we'll go to extra time, but uh,
0: Push, folks, get so, the Patreon, that's give it, give us that Park euro,
1: <laughs> or, or or how about uh, it, I believe in Joe Hendrick Fiverr. I believe in Joe Fiverr, <laughs> even better. Um, so look, the next match was a tag team match with Chris Sabe and Frankie Kazarian. I believe the guns were supposed to be on this show, but they were m- removed and Kazarian filled in. Uh, I hold on. There is, I'm there so. Is. I'm so intrigued by the. He suffered an injury. Oh, okay, okay. So, so he, must have, injured, so he, he must have been injured. He must have been
0: They're so good. They're so unbelievably good. Are they just really principled? Is it? They just don't want to be involved with like major wrestling corporations. They just want to. Are they just like, really principled? Is that it?
1: I, again, like, I think it comes down to the fact that ever since I've been watching TNA, they were part of it. Like, I, I'll be honest with you, if AJ Stoltz was the same, there's a reason why he didn't go to WWE until literally he, he did. the place. Uh, <laughs> no, no, until, like, when he left, there was nothing left of TNA. Okay. You know what I mean? So, you know, like I would I, say, like, you know, if, if things went bad in WWE or... If you could get Elvis car, he probably would go back to, to TNA legitimately. I, I could see that happening, you know. But um it's just one of those things. Do you things think are, if,
0: if TNA get back up on their feet, he might end his career just
1: potentially? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked because the, the TNA originals, you know, they loved TNA. They genuinely believed in the company, and you're seeing this. Well, with they the did guns a, because of there. You know,
0: to be fair to them, they did an incredible thing. Like the they presented an alternative when nobody thought one was possible. And, and, and in fact one wasn't even possible like yeah like they were kind of the um acolytes <laughs> you know like they just they stuck to the cause even when it seemed impossible
1: and that and that exactly is why the guns are there because they're like okay we can we can actually build this back up we can build this to be you know, what it should have been for the past couple of years. And that's probably why. Look, there's no saying that he probably won't show up on, on AEW and do cross promotion and stuff like that. Because that's absolutely something that I would say, look, if you're going to do that, do that. Have like, you know, regular pay-per-views where it's like Impact versus, or TNA versus AEW. That would be class. I think that would be unreal. That would be, particularly
0: on, like a tag team level, because Motor City, you got Motor City Machine Guns versus like, Bucks versus FDR. Those are like the two really obvious ones. But like, apart from being really obvious, those are pay-per-view main events. That's... Yeah. Well, here's
1: the thing. Imagine Joe... Insane. Henry. Imagine Joe Henry versus... Uh, or Joe Henry versus Chris Jericho versus uh, Orange Cassidy. I mean, there's loads of things that, could, that they could do. Imagine, and, but imagine you
0: do... Imagine you do a gimmick. Or not a gimmick. Imagine you do a story where... Motor City machine gun say, Yeah, we go to your pay per view and we take on your champions, but we won't sign up to your company. And then they win. And then they start taking your titles You know, around the world, defending them in Japan and Mexico and
1: I would Glasgow ca- and I Coventry. Would be, I and- would be cautious with that because that's what that's what team three D did um with the new Japan belts and it, it wasn't I I would have been cautious with it
0: up until about a year ago because the AW tag team titles were really sacrosanct because they had a tremendous division and they really uh kept the the significance of the titles. But i be honest with you, in the last year or so they
1: haven't. Hmm. You know, but look, I, I mean this, I I definitely think there there is a lot of upside to this. Yeah. There's there's a lot of upside to what's going on with um with with impact uh, with TNA going forward and the, you know they're they're not the WWE so they are going to like be aware of each and other and also have been aware of each other.
0: giving giving TNA the AEW titles might be a nice way of thanking them for giving Kenny Omega. Yeah. <laughs> That's true see. too
1: the impact title you know and you know it, it would it would be cool to see the guns have those um but again look we don't know what's going to happen definitely we we, we don't know what um what they're planning but that would be something cool and it actually would be very very interesting like because again like impact are are are, are obviously rebranded as, as tna but aw are looking to do more pay-per-views and this is a no-brainer that oh. doesn't kill their own no hold on hold on this is a no-brainer that doesn't kill their own stories and is a special attraction. So, it's Dara. There, you know. So currently, and even this breaks my heart.
0: Currently, they're looking at eight pay-per-views a year. Right? Yeah, but th- yeah, but
1: think about it, right? One of I know, but how
0: long before you tell me to think about it? Like I, I get into this because four pay-per-views a year makes them not just like big shows. It makes them special. It makes them
1: unmissable. Right? No, I know, right? But no. what I'm saying- No, well,
0: no, 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 Like and you And you can respond in a second. I'm okay, sorry go on, go to on.
1: be No, saying, no, go on, go on, go on, go
0: on. Sorry. I'm sorry to be so ignorant. No, no, go but on, sorry. For pay pay-per-view makes them absolute premium. Like, you have got to see. Like, there's no question you have to see this, right? And then they move to six pay per views a year, you're like. OK, yeah, yeah, fine, fine. Six pay per views a year. That's yeah. You've got to see this stuff. This is brilliant. Eight pay per views a year. You get into the stage now where. You can start skipping pay per views. You can go well, do you know what? I'll still watch the, the four big ones and I might I might tune in if you know if. If all of all in is in London or maybe if they take it to Australia or across McLennan or wherever, <laughs> you know. But, and and you know me, I'm a da- diehard AEW fan. If they move to monthly pay-per-views, I think I'm done.
1: Well, no, I don't, think, I don't think monthly pay-per-views is it, but, like, if you have your, you know, just say they do eight, and one of them is Wrestle Dream.
0: Well, they, they, one, currently, they currently do it.
1: Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it, it, Instead of having it being like, oh, we're building up our product and, and diluting it, it's crossover shows. One night oh, like They even bring back the, the Impact One Night Only thing, where it's like One Night Only AW versus TNA. And they have like well, well, of two like of them do are
0: Dream. Wrestle Dream and Forbidden Door are basically crossover shows yeah
1: exactly and just do that with impact that's what i'm saying in
0: fact i actually heard that the next so i again you never know how to believe wrestling media but apparently the next forbidden door isn't going to be just new japan it, it, it is going to include well by that
1: stage it'll be tna oh brilliant well look i mean that's a much better that that's a much better use of literally anything rather than just to just thrown tra- tra- on another AW show that nobody really wants or needs, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. And like, but- look, I'm sure this uh,
0: World's End show they've announced, I'm sure it'd be amazing. Can't wait to see it. Mm. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what AW's plan is for 2024. I think that'll tell us a lot about how we should feel about the company because I, like, you know more than anyone, I am diehard AEW, but if they are going to turn into WWE in order to be as successful as WWE, I don't know. I just I just might have to join you in the Impact Zone.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of which, <laughs> any thoughts on this match before we we jump to our only title th- match of the night? Which 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 match is it? This? Uh, this was the tag match. Saban, uh Kazarian versus. Brian Myers and Moose.
0: Oh yes, I have down here my notes. Great match.
1: It was solid match. There you I, go. I think uh, what was interesting about this was even though Shelley was supposed to be in it and he got injured, uh, I still think Kaz and Saban just have that old school TNA chemistry that just that just works.
0: It uh, yeah, like there's a. Uh... I don't know if it was because i was like a couple hours into at this stage and this wasn't like one of the most high stakes matches but like these out, and i was like well it's saban and kazarian moose and uh uh was it brian mares yeah it's like this this can't go wrong yeah like you're in super like incredibly safe hands here and maybe the fact that i was in such safe hands i kind of just uh I can't just get into a lull, you
1: know? Well, were were you you surprised by the finish? No. You really, you thought... um, Well, I thought Moose, like, so, again,
0: I don't have your background on TNA, so whenever Moose came out... You're like, like he's winning. Well, like, Moose is the guy, and I'm sorry to be so AW-centric, but Moose, whenever they wanted... Kenny Omega to fight someone. Moose is the guy that put up. You know. Wow, okay. So, whenever Moose came out, I was like, eh, "Moose is the guy. He's gonna
1: win." Fair, fair, but I mean, I but that's uh,
0: that's uh, that's a prediction made from position of ignorance, not from. No, but
1: I mean, the tail end of it was actually phenomenal because both uh, Saban and Kazarian hit all their stuff on Moose, and Moose got back up and won the match. So. Nice. He's, I mean, th- he's Moose. Yeah, exactly.
0: AEW like Kenny Omega didn't fight Moose on TNA. He fought him on AEW. Like they obviously see Moose as a star.
1: Like they think Moose is a big deal. They it was funny because like again like Kazarian like uh, Saban didn't hit all of his stuff, but Kazarian hit everything, and it still wasn't enough to put him away. So yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um the next match was the only title match that we had of the night. Trinity, Trinity versus uh the De- Anna And obviously Trinity retained. It was a last chance match for the Impact Women's Championship. Uh with Gail Kim being the special guest referee. Great to see you, Gail Kim. Got to see her the night before. Um so it was she was obviously traveling, so she probably is working as some kind of agent or something. But what did you think of this match? Terrific match. Um
0: Trinity like like so do you remember when I we was saying earlier about the impact match thought Trinity was really gonna outshine uh who was his shoes wrestling um not Jordan Grace it was sorry folks Oh uh Brett Diesel no nope, mm. those are the wrong notes
1: no 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 <laughs> it was uh hold on
0: Emerson Jane. That's right? it. That's it. So I thought I thought Trinity was gonna outshine Emerson Jane, and she really didn't. And that's not saying about Trinity. That's to say how good Emerson Jane was. uh I got the exact same from this. I thought Gianna Perazzo and Trinity were absolutely brilliant. They were both toe to toe. They had a really good hard hitting match. I thought the ending was maybe slightly flat. I thought the it, they it built was up it, a really good story and then maybe the end and let down but but i've always said that um like you shouldn't you shouldn't be a slave to the ending now maybe i only adopted that opinion because of the end to the uh barbara exploding death match but <laughs> <laughs> I, it, look, it, I think it was i always flat. think you should consider the entirety of the match i think um,
1: I think it was flat because one they needed to kind of protect Trinity a little bit, yeah to go into into the main pay per view hard to kill, but also Gail Kim, they really wanted Gail Kim versus Parazo to be like a thing, so a flat, yes, but I thought it was, I thought it worked,
0: yeah, not even like maybe uh, flat's too hard, just uh, not even flat, just like they they built up a really good match. And then the ending just wasn't quite what what, what the match had done. But like you say, there's like storyline reasons for that. There's, you know,
1: I, I don't want it to sound like a... No, I get you. I get you. Like,
0: yeah, like a, like a criticism of the match as a whole. It was a really good bloody match.
1: So the next match, obviously, is the main event. Uh, the big draw that people were hyped for, even in go. Glasgow, right? Uh, Will Osprey and Eddie Edwards. So, obviously, Will Osprey got the pin. Uh, it was a long match. It was nearly 20 minutes. What did you think about this? I say this as a absolute diehard... Sorry. 10-10 Rhino 10-10. was Rhino was against Eddie Edwards. <laughs> That's what, what happened. Yeah. Uh, in Glasgow. Oh, right. And he lost. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I say this as a diehard Kenny Omega fan. Will Ospreay might be the best wrestler of 2023. Uh, He can go like at All In in front of the biggest crowd in history and drag an incredible wrestling match at a Chris Jericho, or he can wrestle in front of 100 people in Newcastle and wrestle an incredible wrestling match he like people say stuff about osper all the time about his attitude or whatever i don't know i've never well i actually have met the man he was uh he was on a show i uh refereed in cork but that was before he got really really big but i i, I don't know the man as he is now but people talk about him being difficult or whatever blah i, do, I don't know all i can say is that um in ring point of view he is absolutely sensational and I think it speaks to his professional integrity that he is currently in the middle of a bidding war between two billionaires between WWE and AEW and in the middle of a bidding war between two billionaires he says "How long?" I'm going to go and wrestle for the company that gave me a start in front of a couple of hundred fans in Newcastle. I think that says a lot about him, even if not personally, professionally. Uh, I think he's, like, in terms of this match, phenomenal. I don't want to overshadow uh, Eddie Edwards, who was brilliant. Also, mm. in this match, like, like, uh, Will Ospreay can't have he's an excellent wrestler, but he's he's not Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega can have a great match with the broom. Will Osprey can't. Will Ospreay needs someone to wrestle, and uh, Eddie Edwards is brilliant. Um, I loved, <laughs> I loved the finish where the not the finish of the match after the match finished where Asprey grabbed the microphone and he said, I know what you all want to hear. I know what you, and I have an answer for you as if he was about to say where he's going. And he goes, yes, my kitchen is finished. <laughs> I thought that was great. That was wonderful. But then I thought it was even funnier because that's obviously a reference to his, uh, negotiations. Uh, contract negotiations between AEW and WWE. But I thought it was even funnier when the uh, TNA commentator went, uh, oh, who knows? These contract negotiations, we might see the aerial assassin in TNA. (laughs) It's like, ah! No, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, TNA. You're amazing. But
1: But look, I mean, to finish off the year, um, or to finish off Impact, in general before it goes to before it goes to uh tna like there's going to be one more event um like sorry there's throw there's throwback throwdown and then there's final resolution and then but final resolution hasn't been announced so i don't think that's actually a thing anymore i think they are just going to go for hard to kill now i'll have to follow up on that next week um, on the show well, but well, hold on before we go anywhere like what what, what was your view i
0: waffled on apologize i i waffled on there for a couple of minutes what do you think of this match
1: i hate will osprey uh um, this, this is the
0: thing i know <laughs> this is why i asked you I, I, this is where i'm so confused because
1: the match is amazing the i know you
0: hate will osprey
1: the match is probably one of the greatest wrestling matches i've seen why why do you hate the last breath it needs to be put he's put a mask on and never speak
0: is it is it bruv
1: yeah i don't like bruv either. oh i hate it so much it makes my skin crawl, um and i just can't so put up you know what you do <laughs> suicide right the character no. you put the mask on him <laughs> oh and then God. you give him the music Suicide of the laden. Your,
0: PT, your ASD <laughs> is showing.
1: <laughs> I'd be all over that. And then I'd be like, yeah, Will Osprey is suicide. It's amazing. Uh, That's what they should do. Will Osprey is suicide. Brought to you by the man who
0: wants Cody Rhodes to be Stardust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not the only one. I know there's many Stardust fans <laughs> out there. I know there is. But I
0: yeah, know. so I... I, I
1: now the I match.
0: Look, no, no, look. No, but I went on about this match not just because I thought it was a tremendous match, but because because I know how you feel about Osprey, and also because I know not not because I know because I want to know. Given your conflicted feelings on Osprey, so you love TNA,
1: yes,
0: you hate Will Osprey, yeah, but you know this was an amazing match. Oh,
1: the match what, was amazing. Match was and incredible, and you know Osprey brings. Like the crowd, yes. Where, where do you want him to go? I I said where I want him to go. He can come to TNA, but he needs to wear the mask and never speak. <laughs> right, but but
0: <laughs> if he's not going to be Bruv Suicide,
1: <laughs> where do you want Will Ospreay to go? Oh, uh, I mean, I've okay, I've seen him in AEW. Why not just give him a run in WWE just to see and. If it doesn't work out, sure he'd be welcome back with open arms. But judging by this match, all joking aside, the stuff in this match that I saw and that I witnessed, and I have I watched the match twice now. It's AJ Styles reincarnate, right? I think he's
0: pretty open about that.
1: No, no, no. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that like in an incredible way. Like AJ Styles is one of the greatest wrestlers who's ever lived. Will Osprey is that again? younger, not injured, and um has the same platform that AJ it took him what ten, fifteen years to actually get. Um and I mean why not? That would be really cool to see in WWE, you know, and if it doesn't work out, sure, he'll come back. So that's personally that's what I would like. I'd like for him to, do you to not, do you have not a run of WWE would would knock the Will osprey out of him hopefully, that'd be great. <laughs> you know, I, asked like,
0: that to, I asked that to the wrong person. I, I, <laughs> like, I, I, mean, I, I acknowledge now that I, that I
1: made that mistake. I, that was, <laughs> that, I that mean, was my fault. I mean, they're the one that might give him the mask.
0: Yeah, exactly. And a manager. Yeah, Exactly. And tell him, hey, see all that flippy stuff. Don't, don't be doing that.
1: No, no. I mean, the, AJ Styles went in and he was perfect. You know, they didn't... Change anything with AJ thoughts so that's why I know they could do it, they could do it properly. But honestly, like I would like to see Kenny Omega in WWE and I'd like to see Will osprey in WWE just to see what would happen because I haven't seen it anywhere. I haven't, it's the only place well, I haven't what would seen
0: it happen would be an inferior version of Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay in New Japan and an inferior version of Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay in AEW. Like, do, do you see Potential. the match they had it in New Japan?
1: I did. It was phenomenal. Do
0: you think WWE would allow that to happen in their ring?
1: Well, Vince isn't there anymore. He sold all his stock. <laughs>
0: it doesn't so, matter. Like you know, like the people talk about WWE as if there's been this sea change. There hasn't. They have made very, very minor cosmetic changes, and because people want to love WWE, and I was like, don't think of me as a hater. I was a WWE fan for thirty. 30 years, three decades, I completely understand the impulse to to want WWE to be the thing you want it to be, to want to love it, right? Yes. But I've been through so many eras of wanting to love it that I know what they ultimately do. And like, so... Right, currently oh, they let people say wrestler instead of sports entertainer. Oh, Triple H is amazing. Like, nah, Triple H is amazing. I know you think that. And I love no, I know that, you. Think so. <laughs> but, but he's he's not. He's, he's just Vince. It's it's the same thing, just with with different labels. It's uh, honest to God. Like people go on about it like it's like it's the Renaissance, and I. Every so often, I'll I'll put it on to watch it, or like I'll watch a WWE um, pay-per-views. Like for this uh, for this podcast, like I watched Crown Jewel because I thought we were going to review it. I I
1: think we can.
0: We can. Oh no! Please don't. No, please don't. (laughs) And I'm watching it, going, "This is the same thing that I hated two years ago, just with like a slightly different coat of paint."
1: Okay okay, it's look, the exact OK, 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 same thing. OK, 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 I'm just going to pull it back one second, right? The only reason why I would want you asked me the question and I answered it. And the only reason
0: I apologize for ranting.
1: No, it's OK. It's OK. I, I had to, let, you know, that's fine. That's fine. You're not wrong. Genuinely, you're not wrong. But to answer your question, the only reason why I would want. Either of them in WDB is just. See it. Because the thing about it is, it's like. There is something they could get like I mean, look. All Will right. Osprey Will Osprey just needs to learn to stop saying "bro," And it would be <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: Bro, really noisy.
1: And it would be okay. Okay,
0: here's a question.
1: Here's Go a question on. for you, Dad.
0: Right. You have one wish. Okay. It's C M Punk. Oh,
1: shows up with no.
0: or T N A. And that's it. Hey, you, only one or the other. What's going to be?
1: Oh, no. Don't do this. Do it, oh, Darren. No. This, is Sophie, this is Sophie's choice.
0: This is Dara's <laughs> Dar- Dar- choice.
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. I, I have to ask some clarifying questions first.
0: Right, go for it.
1: So CM Punk showing up with WWE, is it, is it like long term? Is it like a couple of years? Or is it like he's They're, here? For
0: either company. Okay. Whichever company he shows up in, he stays for the same amount of time. Like we both know it'll only be six weeks before he smacks someone <laughs> backstage. <laughs> but there's there's no difference. There's no disparity between which one he shows up for.
1: Right. I would the only reason why I wouldn't want them in impact is because he needs someone. Nope to but then you don't want him to kill us. Yes, that's that's <laughs> the reason. That is actually the reason. I was trying to find. I was trying to find a better. I was trying to find a better, like softer way to put it. But no, that's literally the reason. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! I'm sorry, folks. I know me. Mean...
1: <laughs> what the th- That's it. I, my fear. Connections
0: <laughs> into the into the microphone isn't very good radio, but just...
1: no, my, my my fear of what he could do <laughs> on like without like a WWE structure, like oh, no stop that yeah yeah you're right that that's literally my answer yeah because <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that could happen <laughs> you know
0: oh yeah we would, would absolutely like. AEW is run by a billionaire and he almost brought it down. He'd kill TNA in a weekend.
1: Exactly. So it's just like, no. Stay. He'd
0: get in there and he'd decide that he could take Moose. And <laughs> he'd, he'd attack Moose backstage, you know. And then Moose would tie him up in knots. And then he'd decide that uh, he'd, he'd, he'd cut a promo on the whole company. like he.
1: So, no, I, he needs to stay far away from, from TNA. And, uh, Yeah. That's my answer. <laughs> oh, damn. I, I do think the only company that can actually control them is WWE, genuinely. They're the only ones that say no I, to him.
0: Do you know, I I kind of agree, but not because I think WWE can control them. I think because AEW fired him, and now he knows that WWE's is only option. So I yeah. don't think it would be that WWE could control them. I think it would be that like oh my god that Mark Tony Khan loved me and he still fired me. I must be terrible. <laughs> Maybe I should behave myself at my next company.
1: Like don't get me wrong I I do think if um if he showed up they would be like absolutely and maybe use them for one or two shows, but there is the danger, and my fear is exactly what you said—that he takes down the whole company in oh, an afternoon. Here, there's a there's a
0: current theory that uh do you what do you follow A W at all? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so do you know who the devil is? There's that, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. There's this mysterious guy in the devil mask. There's this current theory that. Punk is the devil, and everyone, everyone online is like, "Oh my god, guys! I legit think punk is the devil." Like, and they're following all these wee notes and these wee trends and, and these wee hints, and I'm sitting there going, "Please, please, Jesus, don't let punk. please, Jesus! <laughs> I don't please. even, I don't even please. believe in Jesus. Just please, please, Lockney, don't, <laughs> don't let punk be the devil. I just he's He's done the damage. He's an absolute diva. He attacks employees. He destroys the morale in the locker room. He is without doubt a huge name. He is a phenomenal uh, promo, and he is an incredible wrestler. And I was, I was, happier than anyone to see him come into AEW. But you drank all he, the Kool Aid. I did, and he has it disappointed me beyond belief to the point where I never want to see him again, ever. And if he showed up in A in WWE, I would. Do you remember when uh, when Cody was going to finish the story at WrestleMania, <laughs> and then he and then he got beat, and then someone threw a rubber chicken in the ring, and I, I laughed, laugh, I laughed for about a week. And, laugh for yeah, a week. and I think if if if, if CM Punk a, showed up in WWE, I'd laugh for a fortnight.
1: Is like a bit, Simps- bit from the Simpsons? You know where like Mr. Burns keeps laughing? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be in, in the shower laughing
0: because all these WWE fans say, "Oh my God, CM Punk has showed up! Yeah, it's going to be amazing!" And I just laugh and laugh and laugh because you have no clue what is coming,
1: you absolute morons. I'm not going to lie. If he shows up, I would be very excited. But I bet, I'm,
0: yeah, it'd be a hell of a pop. Like, you text me during the week going, Oh, think of the pop. Yeah, it'd be a hell of a pop. And then it'd be a hell of a explosion.
1: <laughs> like, look, yeah, my fear, if he was showing up in the impact, I would have to board a plane over and be like, No, lads, no, seriously, don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, because the, the, the fear of him destroying the company that I love would be... It would it would be warranted, I would say, because...
0: You'd have to to sneak into the TNA locker room and go, Moose, I know you're supposed to lose the punk tonight, but look, you're twice the size of him. Just roll him up. Just roll him up. (laughs) up (laughs) up.
1: Do do a Montreal. Just roll him up. (laughs) Oh, man. But no, I, I, I... you always ask the hard questions, Martin. We, we, really we know,
0: we, we, we've we seen his UFC. We know we can't really fight. So just roll him up.
1: I actually, funny enough, I watched his UFC fight there again recently. Uh, like, literally the other day. It's pretty terrible, Ari.
0: But, but it's like, we had this, like, this, this is one of the great things about it being in this podcast so long is that we can call back to things. Like, when Punk... First showed up in AW. I was over the moon, and you had huge reservations because you you couldn't stand by or not even stand by. You couldn't buy into his credibility because he'd been whipped in UFC. Yeah, like, and like even I'd comprehensively tried, like comprehensively. do you remember? Do you remember we had these conversations where i had tried saying, like, "Well, they're two different things." It's like. Someone's great at uh, jujitsu; they could still get beaten up in judo. You know, they're too different. But you were like, no, no, it's it's really affected his credibility. For me, the main, um, like, uh, not even allure, but the main image of punk was this kind of uh, righteous. Man of the people, you know, he's always talking about workers' rights. He's always walking out wearing t-shirts about, you know, support the strike, support trans rights, support this, all that. Like, you know. Yeah, but he's working. Everybody, but, he's a but, worker. But, but that's it. And maybe, do you know what it is? Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm the wrestling fan who bought into a guy, and now I'm hurt
1: because yeah, it turned out to
0: fair. be fake but it was fake all along it's like maybe maybe i'm just the the 80s version of someone who believed uh in the power of uh prayer and vitamins, vitamins yeah i mean it, look, know, maybe maybe that's all i am but maybe is, i'm
1: maybe i'm just butthurt i don't I, yeah maybe, no, maybe I it's mean, that simple I mean to be honest with you, that make. But remember, I would I would say to you, and it, look, guys, you can go back and listen to this on the show. I would go back and you know when he was doing the Walmart greeter Phil thing. I'm like, that's fake. That uh, that he, he, he means.
0: Yeah, so. Much. He
1: because it was so fake. It's like he means none of that. <laughs> All of that is lies. You know, and I don't know what it was. It's just. But here's here's what I don't understand. So, you were so dismissive of that,
0: right? And now there's a chance he might go to W D E, right? and you were sending memes going like, uh, oh my God, CM Punk might go to WB. Like, if he is that fake in AEW, how fake is he going to be in the company that fired him on his wedding day and that he's only going to out of pure
1: spite? Because he won't actually say anything. He will just be him. He will just be that antagonistic person because that's what everybody wants him to be. Maybe Double fake. That's triple no, fake. No, I mean the thing about it is it's like the, the problem with the problem with him in AEW was he said one thing and did another. In WWE what got him over was him just cutting promos about how bad WWE was. That's what got him over. But he can't do that again. Like WWE's on a hot streak now. Like he can't what?
0: he can't like that all that worked in the noughties when WWE was terrible. Like when he was the only thing worth watching on WWE but he comes out and said like I'm not even a WWE fan but if he comes out and says that stuff on WWE now like Walter would come out and smack the head of him (laughs) just but wouldn't you want to see it wouldn't you want to see that yes as a wrestling fan I would want to see it but as a realist do I think CM Punk is going to sign up to a contract where Walter beats the life out of him Bearing, in, mi- life bearing in mind Bearing in mind This is CM Punk Who had a hissy fit
1: When the House of Black Chopped him too hard See the thing about it is Again He has to play ball Because he, he yeah, has nowhere else there. to go And my fear would be If he went to Impact They'd be like Oh Punk do whatever you want And then The place would be on fire And he'd walk out
0: But that's This is why I, 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 I love you Dara but this is why I think you're kind of a sadist. Because you want him to go to all these companies that you don't care about. That's you fair. You don't want him to go to the one company
1: that you do care about. Yeah, that's true. I don't want them to hurt Impact or TNA. Because he will. <laughs> like yeah. that's why that's why when, you know, we're talking about Bray Wyatt, God rest him. Uh I think he would have been great for for TNA and impact. I think he was actually genuinely built for that. Like, that was where he should have been.
0: Especially now.
1: Especially now. He's perfect for
0: it. Imagine TNA as they are now on a bit of an upswing. Things are looking good and then they get like that, like an extra kick, like, like a Bray Wyatt signs up.
1: Amazing.
0: Unbelievable. That would legitimately, you know, that would legitimately be a Be a lift,
1: but bringing in Punk, that would just be, it would, it would direct, it would be, it would be. I'm going to say something really strong here. It would be as detrimental to TNA Impact as bringing in Hulk Hogan and Bischoff was. Yeah, and the reason why is because when Hogan and Bischoff were brought in, nobody said no to them.
0: Oh, and you got an initial boost.
1: Yeah, and then that was, and then it just got worse and and worse.
0: it wasn't worth like like if I could go back and I I'm love love Punk's run in uh, AW. like I, I talk a lot of stuff about Punk
1: because
0: you know like I'm I'm a Mark and I feel personally hurt by we, what he
1: did. do a rest podcast. We're both. Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I am, and I I I, I feel even though I've no right to, I don't know the man, but I feel personally hurt by what he did. But that doesn't mean he's not a brilliant wrestler.
1: No. He is a he brilliant best, promo. He like, is genuinely the best promo in the world. Some
0: some of my favorite stuff in AEW history will always be punk. Punk yeah. Kingston. Amazing. Punk MJF, amazing. Like this stuff is is not just like all time aw it's it's all time wrestling like it's mm. it's just some of the best stuff that has ever happened and i, I think that the fact that i love that so much speaks to uh, how much of a liability i think he is that I, I i honest to god i don't want him back so people are talking about punk being the devil I truly, truly hope he isn't. I honest to God hope he isn't.
1: I think with with Punk, the only way, the only way you can have him in your company is if you have someone who's sitting there and going, right, you need to actually control him. And without having that oversight, he just can't be anywhere. And there's only one company today. his his person,
0: his person who used to control him, Was a steel, and we have the a steel chomper scale. So,
1: (laughs) 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 no, but I mean, there needs to be someone not like a boss. You know, Tony Khan was his boss, and he wasn't. Uh, I mean, in WWE, in even in Impact, because he's such a big name, I don't think there would be enough resistance to him. They'd be like, "Okay, leave them to it or whatever. And it would just derail anything that they have going because there is that family, you know, we're all in this together, real kind of push now in Impact, which is exactly what Impact TNA needed. Which is exactly
0: what they had in AEW. And then Punk showed up. Like, do you remember exactly. people used to call it "All Friends Wrestling"? Exactly. Yeah. Nobody, nobody called it that since Punk
1: showed. Up. No, because Punk went in and nuclear bombed it. You know. It I is, mean, again, he is. But, but I will say, like you know,
0: absolutely.
1: Like what? What brought me it's over? Just to, the what, worst. what brought me to All In, though? Right. And remember, I just got off the flight. I was exhausted. I was like, no, yeah. I'm going to go because I have to see Punk versus Joe. And I was not the only like when I was at the Impact show. The second most popular shirt that wasn't an impact shirt or TNA shirt. CM Punk. OK, but still, but listen, still. Oh, sorry, third, third, because the Bullet Clubs are everywhere, but still,
0: but be honest, right? And be honest with me here because I was there as well.
1: Yes. Whose chants were louder?
0: Punk or Joe?
1: Where I was, it was 50-50. But, where i was it was joe yeah like a lot of people did hate punk a lot but then a lot of people liked them too it was it, it, it's always going to be that way but i mean AEW did not know what they had i think they walked no, into they, a trap oh my god oh dara i i i can't
0: believe all right we're gonna have a no, fight no 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 we're no, gonna fight. no no AEW, knew exactly what they had they bent over no backwards no you
1: misunderstand me you no, you misunderstand me. He's
0: just a diva.
1: No, no, you misunderstand me. That, that's what I'm saying uh, to you.
0: They,
1: they, no, it's okay. They don't know what they had. They thought they had this golden A reasonable
0: goose. person, but exactly they had an arsehole Exactly,
1: they had. They, they, they thought. They oh, had- I got so close to not no. It's okay. It's okay. Head. So they had this golden goose that was going to do all this. They didn't realize, and if they had to listened to this show, we would have been able to tell them. But punk, you know. <laughs> Like, this our, is a man who just turns down everything on a how, whim.
0: How many wrestling catastrophes could have been resolved by bookers
1: just listening to our show? Absolutely. Like, we literally laid out everything, and what happened was worse, because they they weren't aware that they're like, right, yes, you have you have one of the biggest stars in wrestling history, and that's Punk. I'm not using the hyperbole he is, right? But oh, yeah, he se- absolutely is. But at the same time, you have one of the biggest stars in wrestling history and what that actually means. It means he's a diva. It means he's going, you know, this will, he's the modern day Hulk Hogan. This oh, doesn't yeah. work for me, brother. He's you hes, know, he's, he's <laughs> a 1990 Shawn Michaels. Exactly. And I don't think when <laughs> AEW signed him, they were aware of this and they learned it the very much the hard way. And my fear with, with Impact Wrestling doing that, or TNA was like, oh, we have this. And then he shows up and everything they do, you know, it could work. That's the thing. I mean, who knows if they had have like fully let Punk do what he wanted to do and Tony gave off everything to him, it, may, it might have worked. Probably wouldn't have. Probably would have rendered company into the ground because that's where it was going. But at the same time, it could work. It's just such a massive gamble. And I would hate to see any company except for WWE do that because WWE are the only ones that could actually Realistically, we ri- risk it because again, there's someone going. No, I, I don't. I you know? don't
0: think they could control Punk.
1: I don't think so either. I think, but they w- it think, wouldn't. It wouldn't. I think they're the only
0: company that could survive.
1: Yeah, he wouldn't take them down. Anyone yeah. smaller than WWE, he would take them down. Like because of what happened.
0: Like, like, honest to God, let's think back to AW. AW was white hot, white roaring. hot
1: roaring. Yeah,
0: for four years. Yeah, they were legitimately and it sounds silly to say it now Nah, man they were legitimately nipping at the heels of raw in terms of the ratings they actually overtook raw a couple of times not in overall viewers but in uh the demographics yeah so, like uh tv companies only use that what is it the 18 to the
1: 35
0: 35 because those are the only people who buy stuff apparently blah blah, blah. or whatever it was right like aw was absolutely cooking and then punk came in and it was like an it was it was like it was the peak the absolute peak of it right mm. and from punk came in the company went from do you remember jim Cornette used to go all friends wrestling or oh, <laughs> everybody's having a great time backstage as if that was a bad thing
1: yeah right? oh, all and- friends wrestling yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, as if that was a good were, one. like Jim yeah. Cornette going, oh, everybody in this company gets love.
1: What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Is <Yeah>. that a... <laughs> what?
1: Is that a charity?
0: <laughs> and from Punk him in, that just went down, down, and down, down. And then he had his breakdown at All Out, which famously, I thought, was a promo and i hold my hands up to this day whenever the uh whenever the wrestling rewind did the all-out uh review i was like oh my god that was the best promo ever <laughs> set up a, he set up
1: a year worth of feuds see and 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 i even didn't you, realize how right i was and even you Martin, <laughs> you didn't know what punk was and I was sitting here the whole time. And I would look, I was overjoyed when that happened because I'm like, oh, this is actually punk. He's actually here. And I failed to remember that when he's actually somewhere, it, it, if it isn't controlled, it will just rot the entire company. Because I mean, that's what it is. It's, it, he's, he's, he's like the way Vince Russo has some great ideas, but without a very strong filter and someone saying no, it can actually, like a cancer, run through the entire what company. It was.
0: It was like when I said, "God, do you know what I'd love, Dara? I'd love to see like a TNA show run by ECW." <laughs> and, and you went, "All right, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> your wish is my is command."
0: That, is that your wish? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, it's my. like,
0: "Oh, Dara, I'd love to see TNA. I'd love to see CM Punk back in wrestling." And you were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Martin. <laughs> is that uh, what you want
1: <laughs> uh, see the that thing about it is an
0: awful evil bastard Down,
1: <laughs> I can be but at the same time it's more just like okay this can happen but here's the thing you hope for the best but prepare for the worst and I think the only company again that would do that is WWE because they're like oh we can't let him go mad again you know but at but the same time the whole, you know,
0: here's the point is that you Constantly gave out whenever I was like super high in CM Punk, you constantly gave out because he wasn't CM Punk. Like, oh no, he's, he's a baby face, he's, he's Walmart, Greeter Phil. He's a, I mean, he couldn't have been anything other than a baby face because he come back to wrestling for the first time in seven years. Like, you you couldn't make him a heel, right?
1: Well, oh, he is one, that's Sarah, the problem. Yeah, like,
0: naturally, naturally, he is but one. You hated that. I did. Because not necessarily because he was a face, because punk can be a face, but you hated that because he wasn't C M Punk, right? Yes. Yes.
1: That's
0: I am true. telling you now if Phil Brooks and I wish him all the best in the world, if Phil Brooks signs with modern day WWE, he will not be CM Punk. What what do you yeah. think he'll be?
1: I think he'd be PG punk. No, well, I, I, t- no I, I think no. I think there will well, have well, to be the, a bit more of an edge. Genuinely, I think there will have to how? be a bit more of an edge. WWE is a publicly traded company. <laughs> he's not going to go out and disparage Tony Khan, but no, I'd imagine.
0: But he'd have to. He'd have to go and wrestle in uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he'd have to go and wrestle in Saudi Arabia after calling it the the blood money pay-per-view he'll have to he'll have to wrestle for a uh, raw and Smackdown after saying I left wrestling in 2004.
1: But see, the thing about it is his whole
0: character. Is demolished like if he goes to W I'm sure he'll get a massive pay packet. but if he goes to WWE, everything that is CM Punk dissolves the principles. The stand like the the whole character of CM Punk, if he goes to WWE, is laid bare. It's not about the principles.
1: It's not about workers' rights. It's they gave me a load of money. Well, okay. Have you seen the episode of Simpsons where um, if it was pre-season twelve, then yes. If so, it was post-season twelve, then no. So crusty. <laughs> Krusty opens up a camp, right? Oh, yeah. And and, and basically, uh, it's terrible. And then Krusty shows up, and Bart's like, how could you lend your seal of approval on this? He's <laughs> like, they drove a dump <laughs> truck, truck full of money up gas. to my house. I'm not made of stone. But,
0: but, that, but that, only, that only feeds into my point. If CM Punk is brought into a company by them driving a truckload of cash up his house, that only further damages the CM Punk character it's like we were talking about earlier you thought the CM Punk character was damaged by him being beaten in UFC fight I didn't particularly think that mattered because it was a different sport but for me CM Punk has always been about the righteous indignation the the standing up for you know, the 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 strikers, the trans rights, like demanding a wrestlers union, all that stuff. And he came into like an independent wrestling company and his ego ruined it. And it <laughs> like if he goes back now out of spite to the company that fired him while he Shit himself in the middle of the ring while he was sick, and he goes back to them. It's just because he's annoyed with Tony Khan. Like he can't be but the that, he, he can't to, be the wrestler he, of righteous he, indignation. The, he can't be the man who stands up for principles. He can't be the man who who demands wrestlers' rights. His his more than uh, you thought when he lost that UFC fight. His yeah. character was damaged. He can go back to WWE and he'll make $10 million,
1: but his
0: character will be assassinated.
1: But see, that's the thing. You you have a different reception of his character. I would expect him to do that because at the end of the day, Punk is... A shell. Well, that's not the word I would use. A businessman is the one to use. But he also... I mean, in the feud with... How, with does,
0: how does the... T- so tell me then. How does the pipe bomb have any legitimacy coming from a businessman? Well, I mean, then he's not. Then, then it's not about. He's not uh, demanding that he be profiled because he's the voice of the people. No, he's demanding because he wants to get paid. He's demanding he be profiled because he wants his
1: uh, business to do better than somebody else's business. But see, here's the thing: in that feud that you mentioned. Triple H literally said those words to him. He said, You're only, you're only demanding these things when it benefits CM Punk. Yeah. And that's. You're making making me agree with. (laughs) And that's true. And the thing about it is, it's like what Punk has. Because remember, Punk was in WWE before and he did three or four different characters. And his, my favorite character that he did was A Straight Edge Society, where it was just him riffing on being straight edge and he was a proper heel for it and that's the punk that i always liked yeah i like the 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 voice of the voices that was cool but when he's being a heel close to himself that's close and when he did the pipe bomb he was annoyed because he was being overlooked and there was always that sense of bitterness in him where you're like oh you're annoyed because you're not doing it and i always was like okay that's fair so when he was in aw i was like oh man you don't you know, the minute this goes bad, you're going to turn on this. You know, and I think if he went back to to WWE, fair enough, he would have to be the face for a while, massive pop, blah blah blah. But just say he's there for a year, right? right. And he they just let him go out and talk. He can take target at anyone there. You know, John Cena coming back, getting a massive. The Rock being, a, Roman Reigns being champion. For it. There are just stuff that if he's allowed, just complain basically. He would be super over it makes more sense to going into somewhere like tna where it's him just kicking puppies and that's not nice the
0: the best take i heard uh this week was someone on twitter going i hope cm punk uh shows up at survivor series and then i hope the rock shows up at the royal rumble (laughs) And that The Rock takes
1: his place at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I will say this much, and we'll leave it at this. I don't think CM Punk being in, brought back to WWE is a reward for anybody. I think it's a hundred percent a business transaction where WWE are like, right, this will pop a big buy. Right, people will expect it, and it but, will make headlines. But, but that's at the
0: same. Exactly- that's exactly why I think it won't happen.
1: But at the same time, if Punk goes there, he's aware I have no other options. So, so you know business
0: business reasons, like oh, he could wrestle this person, he could wrestle that person, he could do that. I, I don't think WWE cares about creative anymore. Like their their whole focus, particularly now with the uh UFC TKO Uh, merger, their whole focus is business and public perception and all that so I don't think they care about all the great matches they could have, they're looking at CM Punk and they're going alright so, big name yeah, alright if Punk starts with WWE tomorrow like huge news but is it going to bring anyone to
1: WWE? Wasn't already watching it. Maybe. I,
0: don't I mean, think I. So.
1: I mean, I don't know. Like the thing about it is, it's like it I hate
0: may- WWE, <laughs> uh, and I still watch WWE pay per
1: views. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's. Fair. I
0: don't. I don't think. I don't think Punk brings any extra eyes so if you're only examining this from the point of a businessman I don't think Punk brings any extra eyes to to WWE but you know what he does bring a phenomenal amount of risk his previous employer (laughs) fired him after not only after making him his own program to keep him happy (laughs) to keep him happy I he made him that. his own program and he still had to fire him because he started a fight with a 24-year-old. <laughs> like if it
1: this never.
0: wasn't wrestling, if this wasn't wrestling, like if I went for a job with, I don't know, uh, who, who, who's higher nowadays. If I went for a wrestling with uh, uh, Santander, right? If I went for a job with Santander and they go, Oh, I see you used to you used to work for Bank of Ireland. <laughs> I did, yeah. And I was very good in Bank of Ireland. They really liked me and I, I brought a lot of uh, brought a lot of customers to Bank of Ireland and they go, Ooh, and, and why did you leave Bank of Ireland? I said, like, Well, I assaulted uh, <laughs> one member of staff and then Bank of Ireland gave me my own division. So I wouldn't assault any more members of staff. But then, when they gave me my own division, <laughs> I got around that, and and I found uh, a new a new a fla who just joined, and I assaulted him. And I bloody I got around us, you know. Uh, I assaulted him. God be God, I ass- and you know what? Not only did I assault him, but I assaulted him just after coming back from a. Uh, Helping a customer with a, a bunch of checks. <laughs> I didn't care. I was coming back going, Jesus, Jesus, Martin, you did a great job there with that customer. Do what I'm going to do. I'm going to headbutt Peter. <laughs> I'm going to headbutt Peter from finance. And Santander would go, yeah, well, we, we'll
1: call you. I mean... This is a true statement. It's like... <laughs> this is a true statement. I mean, any other job would be like... Um, security. <laughs> but but I think... I think
0: WWE is going to be sad. Because like... I don't think so. Look, I, it's WWE, Yeah, but wrestling. they're riding high right now. Like, they are flying. But they're not... They think have would,
1: absolutely think
0: would... no need to bring... bring do you know what? I actually think they might bring him in next year. Like, after... After WrestleMania, after you know uh, the Cody story, the Bloodline story, after all that, when they need new threats, maybe they'll bring him in then. But
1: at the moment, <laughs> not a, not a chance. He's he's a liability. Yes, but he's always been a liability. That's that's why I just find it so it's heartbreaking it's no i mean it's really funny at one point but it's also heartbreaking because it's like how did you not see this coming i mean like if i could say ending to tony khan i'd be like how did did you not see what he did everywhere else like even working for marvel apparently it was problems it was like and all he did was write bad comic books i mean but this is on. the
0: this is the best and the worst thing about tony khan this is why i love aw but this is also why AW has problems. <laughs> Tony Khan loves wrestling. Vince yeah, McMahon hated
1: wrestling. That's true. But Vince McMahon doesn't love uh, it anymore. Eric Bischoff
0: do? didn't care about wrestling. Eric Bischoff could have been running a bloody, I don't know, a insurance company, Fraudy care. He didn't. Tony Khan actually loves wrestling. Mm. Right? And that's his greatest strength. Because it means he can bring wrestlers in and he can, like, assure them that they are valued and they can make, like, genuinely, like, heartbreak, like, brilliant stories. Like, some of the uh, AEW storylines have been just, I still remember, like, I still almost tear up when Hangman Page was doing that interview with, uh, with um, Jr. and he just said, I remember word for word. He just said, I feel toxic from head to toe. I could nearly, I could nearly cry, right? So mm. Tony Khan's greatest strength is also his greatest weakness. He loves wrestling and he loves wrestlers, right? That's brilliant. But the problem is that a lot of wrestlers are carnies and they yeah, well,
1: it's part of it. They it's
0: don't just... see, they don't see a man who loves wrestling. They see a mark, and they he is—he's the money you know, mark. But that's but that's not fair. That's not right. He like see no lessons. I think, but I think I think when people call him that, they don't remember. Right, people don't remember what wrestling was like. In 2019,
1: Martin, it was awful. Martin, what I'll it say, it was you,
0: the worst.
1: Martin, what I'll say to you on that is, and this is what I've always said about pe- people with AW from the start, right? Impact Wrestling went through this. Dixie Carter, lovely woman, genuinely that was, was not right? like that. Come on, now. The, lovely Come woman. Come he's nothing. But, like that. What happened was she got taken in and was just. Milk dry and nearly took the and look i don't it, it, it's it's incredible the impact is still around generally it, it, it's so a credit are you, really are you
0: telling me that the problem with wrestling is wrestlers
1: is that lack of leadership no it
0: and the sounds only, like
1: you're saying the problem with wrestling is wrestlers lack of leadership controlling wrestlers and that's why you know for all of his faults the mm-hmm. only one who's actually been able to control a wrestler to an extent. But not control himself. That's, that's the funny thing. So, the, is Vince McMahon. And now Triple H. But Vince wasn't able to control himself. And he ruined his own product. But this is what kind of happens. You know, it, it's like if there isn't a filter in some way. If there isn't checks and balances. This can kind of happen. And that was the big lesson that I thought people would have learned. From like the whole Dixie Carter thing. And he never did. You know, it. So, I mean, maybe Tony Khan has learned it now. You know, but but going back to what we said, if, if whoever hires a wrestler, like I say, it's a Kevin Nash or you know Hulk Hogan or, or whatever, you, you have to know what you're getting. And uh, what worries me about AEW is they brought in Ric Flair.
0: Ah, uh, hold on, right? Come on. This is this. No, no, this is another. This is another. story, I right? I know, I, know, I but... know. And I want to get into this. Oh,
1: <laughs> People
0: are acting like this is this is. The end of the world,
1: like, no, it's
0: not. Oh, but- they brought in Ric Flair, and like, think of all the young, up and coming wrestlers that they could. No, Ric Flair will occasionally accompany Sting to the ring, and he's not even being paid by AEW. His payment is coming from this energy sponsor. drink, yeah, this yeah. energy drink sponsor, right? So, Ric Flair is not going to run for the title he will <laughs> very, right in fact think- Sting Sting actually had a match last week and Ric Flair wasn't there right yeah. Sting will very occasionally be accompanied by Ric Flair now I'll be honest with you I don't know why Tony agreed to it because it doesn't seem like value for money but the idea that this is some sort of you know, oh, the old boys are running the show.
1: It's just nonsense. No, no, no. I don't think that. But the thing about it is, it's like these are just, as you said, you brought it, my, my, my TNA PTSD. It, 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 it's Danger <laughs> Will Robinson, you know? And you're just like, oh, God, you're not learning. <laughs> you know? And it's just kind of, because it can go, like, we could sit here and every week I could just pick out the worst of TNA. Or the worst of Impact. Where you can see how bad this goes. You know I did it as a joke once. Where we sat and watched Hardcore Justice. But you know. But Dara. Yes.
0: You sit here and you talk about the worst of TNA. You sit here and you talk about Hardcore Justice. You sit here and you. You know we use like all these pejoratives. About TNA. But whenever Impact changed. Their titles of TNA. You. Could not have been more excited absolutely absolutely loved the shows we just reviewed and i and love I do. the shows i love the shows we just reviewed you know and this is
1: why but it's so are, heartbreaking I think it's,
0: I think it's time to say that you're a you're tnmr
1: oh i you know what <laughs> i have no problem with that no problem with that but the thing about it is it's like it, that's why I, I can't give my heart to a w Because it's like, I've seen these... I've been hurt before. I will not be hurt again. (laughs)
0: That's exactly why... That's that's what... I love you to bits. But that's what frustrates me so much about you. Is that you should give your heart to AEW. Because it's not... It's not the worst of TNA. It's the best of TNA. It's the great wrestlers. It's the great matches. It's like, it's... It's... Whenever the wrestling world was marooned like in 2018 2019 and all we had was i know new japan and impact and all that existed but like if if you're an international, sorry if you're an international fan like all you have access to is wwe and it was so bad
1: it was <laughs> so
0: so bad and we were like please just please terry funk please just give us a company that doesn't have scripted promos that allows blood that lets wrestlers pick their own characters that doesn't bombard us with 40 video packages every 20 minutes because they think we've forgotten what happened 18 minutes ago (laughs) just and the litany, the litany of complaints we had back then, every single one of those complaints was answered by AEW, right? AEW was literally the answer to all our prayers. And because a certain section of wrestling fans are so beholden to WWE, just, we, we want it to be good. It's like, do you remember when we started this we were like we don't hate wwe we we want it to be good we're begging it to be good i think you're pasta now oh i'm i'm gone the minute i'll tell you what it was for me the um the hell in a cell with
1: oh with with the fiend
0: fiend and seth bronze i was like
1: oh (sighs) devastating devastating
0: I don't care if a W turns out to be five star wrestling. I'm, I'm done with this
1: bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I look, I, I mean, you're not wrong and I still have hope for a W, but I mean, for the first time in a long time uh, with, with, with WWE kind of turning the corner, I I'm still positive with it, but cautiously cautiously optimistic with a W. And look, it's probably my fault that I will judge them overly harsh, but it's it's just because, man, when you've seen it before and you're like, oh, no, you know. On.
0: No, hold on. What have you seen before? When have you seen Omega Osprey before? When have you seen Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. before? When have you seen... Uh, Eddie Kingston, punk before you haven't seen
1: any of this, but it's, it's I, like it, it's not the in-ring, I, it's not the in-ring I'm product. Going, it's the backstage. No, no, it's the backstage but stuff that's the problem. But the
0: backstage stuff is bullshit, right? The backstage stuff is fucking uh, gossip by digital dirt sheets. That's all it is, right? Like they were talking about dirt sheets in the eighties, and we're talking about dirt sheets now, right? Like. You know I find it I find it so frustrating. That's fair. I that want fair. I look, all I want is people to go, right. Judge this on what you see. Sit yeah. down on a Wednesday and watch for two hours and then judge it. Don't sit down on a Wednesday and watch for two hours and then go on Twitter and decide what your opinion is.
1: Well, Martin, we've said this before. Do not go on Twitter for any reason
0: <laughs> you're not going to twitter for
1: <laughs> because, you know but look i mean you are right and you laid it out in a very very good compelling way you know it's just it's it's um, difficult it's difficult for I would say you know.
0: unless unless you're going on twitter because you are a scientist who has developed nanobots that can crawl through twitter up in the Elon Musk's phone and strangle him in his sleep if that's you go for it otherwise
1: stay off Twitter it's it's a hellscape and I think on that point Martin we will wrap up because we've gone for three hours (laughs) I'm so sorry Darren wanted
0: to go for 55 minutes I'm the the worst (laughs) co-host
1: no no it's okay the only reason why I want to go 55 minutes is because I'm competing tomorrow morning but other than that it's grand I mean we, we, we got nice comprehensive coverage of everything which is good but you know what
0: I think the best part of this uh, podcast is? Well, is that tomorrow, Dara's victory will be all the greater. Because his opponent will have a nice long sleep and be well rested and blah, <laughs> and they'll have no excuses. And Dara will still go in there and spin kick the goddamn face off them.
1: That's fair. That's fair. That's hope. Let's go in being hopeful. <laughs> But uh, Martin, is there any you want to plug before we get out of here?
0: Yeah, I've been playing um, Far Cry Five. Oh, decent crack. Been enjoying that. And uh, apart from Far Cry Five, what was the other thing I was playing? I was playing something else. I wanted. To, oh God, yes, that's what I wanted to tell you about. Uh Ace, not not Ace Steel. Uh, Ace Steel, biting <laughs> uh, similar. Ace. Uh, Phoenix, Attorney at Law. Oh, what a game. What a series of games, <laughs> actually. <laughs> playing, yeah, so they're all on Game Pass, and I'm playing them, and now I think I'm a goddamn lawyer. Objection. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, that's very good. So, uh, no, apart from that, I don't have anything to say except don't hire. I don't care if you're Poundland in Yuri. <laughs> Don't, don't. Don't hire CM Punk. He, <laughs> he will destroy your workforce. Your company will close down. I don't care if you're Sainsbury's in Wexford. Don't hire CM Punk.
1: <laughs> just a sign saying don't hire this man. A picture hire of CM Punk. This man. <laughs> oh man, this is. What about spoke you, Dara? You hadn't
0: done... Oh, actually do you know what I meant to tell you. Go on. I don't know if you've seen this, but I've been waiting. I meant to text you about this, and I forgot now. Oh, I can't believe I get to reveal it to you in person. Okay. There has been new DLC revealed for Vampire Survivors.
1: More DLC? Woo!
0: Yeah, a whole new, like, uh, adventure, adventure campaign.
1: Oh, what a game. I'll be honest with you, right? That game consumes massive amounts of my life. It's ridiculous, but it's like i I've now taken taken it on flights with me, and it's like literally two two, two, or three like well, if you're going to England, it's like <coughs> you might get one or two games of it, but you can just make flights disappear by playing that oh game. yeah,
0: it, it's it's preposterous. it's
1: it's the greatest game also, ever made by humans if and you have oh, if I you have an so
0: Xbox, you can get it for free so get it for free but if you don't have an xbox it's like three pounds to download it oh my god it hit this game's amazing
1: life-changing yeah life-changing and with, and with that i'm probably gonna play that a bunch this weekend um <laughs> i love it so much so yeah go buy vampire survivors it's unbelievable Fine. and uh we're gonna heard, leave it there
0: i heard uh cm punk wanted to be made, uh, <laughs> secret boss in vampire survivors they, they told them
1: no they told them no <laughs> oh man do not hire this man <laughs> Dude, do not hire <laughs> so folks we'll be back next week here on uh yes we will, we're, we're
0: back on track
1: back on track and I don't know what we're covering but it'll be something good go to our social media and you cannot... in your house I swear Oh yeah, in I yours. love
0: you Dara but we started this
1: we have to finish it
0: map this whatever and we're going to finish it right
1: yes we're do it.
0: it's only 19 in your houses we've got six of them done and i'm pretty sure they're the six worst <laughs> you know so it's all good from here out but
1: well, that's what's going to be we're going to be back next I, week in i house.
0: understand your reticence given how terrible the first five in your houses are they are lit like objectively awful.
1: Once Road Dog and Jeff Jarrett leave, (laughs) it it really, really does die a death. (laughs) I'm convinced I'm convinced they were carrying the whole show the whole time. (laughs) Oh you didn't know But yes, we'll be back next week with in your house. And guys, if you haven't already, please like, subscribe and spread the word the podcast. We will talk to you next week here on the rest of the world. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to A Nerd to Know Media Production.